0: When we think of treasure, what comes to mind? A treasure chest? Diamonds, gold, silver. Today's theme is back to basics. It's going to be God's treasure. I wonder if it's different from this. The Bible reading for today is written in Romans chapter 1, verses eight to 17. Let me say first that I thank my God through Jesus Christ for all of you because if your faith in him is being talked about all over the world. God knows how often I pray for you. Day and night I bring you and your needs in prayer to God whom I serve with all my heart by spreading the good news about his son. One of the things I always pray for is the opportunity, God willing, to come at last to see you. For I long to visit you so that I can bring you some spiritual gift that will help you grow strong in the Lord. When we get together, I want to encourage you in your faith, but I also want to be encouraged by yours. I want you to know, dear brothers and sisters, that I planned many times to visit you, but I was prevented until now. I want to work among you and see spiritual fruit, just as I have seen among other Gentiles. For I have a great sense of obligation to people in both the civilized world and the rest of the world, to the educated and the uneducated alike. So I am eager to come to you in Rome, too, to preach the good news. For I am not ashamed of this good news about Christ. It is the power of God at work, saving people, everyone who believes, the Jew first and also the Gentile. This good news tells us how God makes us right in his sight. This is accomplished from start to finish by faith. As the scriptures say, it is through faith that a righteous person has life.
1: Grace and peace to you from our Lord and Saviour, Jesus Christ. The text is the text that uh, Georgie just read uh, about God's treasure. We're going to go back to basics. What is... God's treasure to us. There's a pastor who came in one Sunday morning and he uh, said to the congregation, today I have good news and bad news. The good news is that we have the money to build the new church that we've been planning for. The bad news is it's still all in your bank accounts. Years ago, the good news, bad news joke were all a rage. Um, I looked some up, actually. This is about the cleanest one I could use. Unfortunately, were couldn't get away with them these days, some of those good good news, bad news jokes. We're probably a generation that watches the news. and um, My kids and grandkids don't watch the news. But have you noticed whenever you watch the news, it's an awful lot about bad news? In fact, when there's a good news story, they have to announce it. And now for some good news. But I'm saying now for some bad news. Um, It always seems to be about bad news. And when you think about gossip, we we talk against gossip, but everyone likes a little gossip. Have you ever noticed that gossip's always about something bad? Something bad about the other person? Did you hear what Susie did last night? Um, It's never, did you hear that Susie helped her mother wash the dishes last night? It's always something that's a bit negative, Uh, I think the reason for that is, the reason that we like gossip is because we can think, oh, bad Susie, I'm not that bad. It's a bit sad really, isn't it? Gossip is all about other person being not so great. Um, The good news in the world, and we have a lot of it, is the beautiful world that we have. But in this beautiful world that we have... There is an awful lot of bad news as well. There are wars, people being abused, people living in poverty and distress, people in unhappy and dangerous relationships, people feeling that they can't cope, people, young people, feeling like they don't have friends or they don't belong. In a world with all kinds of bad news when we look around, we have the best news there is we have the good news of the gospel of jesus christ so what is that gospel i'd like you now just to turn to the person or people around you if someone was to ask you in the street what's the gospel what would you say how would you explain in they call it an elevator pitch You've got five or ten seconds to say something. In five or ten seconds, one sentence, how would you describe to someone what the gospel is? There may be an exam on this afterwards, so have a little chat. See what you can come up with. See what you can come up with. What is a gospel? How would you explain the gospel? Um, you might have found that easy. There's probably a bit of a hint on the screen. Um, but you don't have to use that. But you may have found it difficult. How do you describe quickly a gospel to someone? Is anyone willing to have a go as to what they came up with? This is not the wrong... You're not giving a wrong and right answer. You're giving what, how you would uh, explain the gospel. Anyone willing to do that? Well, Jesus loves... Jesus loves you. And then it's all about Jesus, as I always say. And uh, he loves you and wants to be your saviour. Thank you. And he's right. made through the cross has made you (laughs) (laughs) I know it's hard to do it quickly isn't it anyone else want to have a go
0: to me the gospel is Jesus
1: okay yep nice and simple the pathway to eternal life okay one more
0: to me it is that Jesus died for me for the forgiveness of my sins
1: nice thank you for that This is something I came up with. I had a bit of time to think about it. So I said, God loves the world so much that he sent his only son, Jesus Christ, to the world to live and die so that people in the world could be saved and have eternal life. This is a gift from God. It's not deserved. God does this because he is love. Do you like that? Give a bit of a nod to that. I didn't think it was too bad, but then I'm a bit biased. Except I'd say that there's something missing in that can you go sorry can you go back to it thank you there's something missing in that what do you think i'm missing okay invitation of person speaking here, to that that's on the right track i think actually i'd say that you people did a better job than i did what i'm missing in there is it's a very objective statement which is fair enough but actually the gospel is that But the gospel is powerful because that means me. That applies to me. And we had a couple of people saying that. That's what the gospel really is. It's how what God does for me. That gospel is a treasure from God that he gives to us. That has meaning when it becomes meaningful to us. I think I've told you this before and you may have heard it said before uh, at a, a devotion that I was at at Cornerstone. And one of the uh, teachers said the words um, that if I was the only person on earth, Jesus would still have come to die for me. And I think I've told you that before. And I remember th- thinking, that's a bit arrogant being a good Lutheran, a bit arrogant. But then I stopped and think, no, that's exactly right. Because God loves me so much that even if I was the only person on earth, he would still come and die for me to save me. That's the gospel. That's the treasure that we have um, through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Okay, so what does the gospel mean? The gospel means, one, God is with me. Someone who understands everything that I'm going through. And God, for God, no problem can be too big. And someone who in Jesus Christ has been through those things as well and understands the issues that I go through. doesn't mean I'm not going to have any problems. That's not what God promises because we still live in a world where there's sin, where things aren't right. So we still have to face that. However... We have God who promises to support us and who gives us hope and a promise. Some people say, oh, what does that mean? That just have someone supporting you. What does that mean? You may remember when you had kids or when you were a kid, a kid. It's amazing how when a little kid falls over and hurts themselves and is crying uncontrollably, mum comes up and kisses it better. And what happens? Often they stop crying, don't they? There's no great medicine in the kiss from a mother, but that support is what helps at that particular time. That support is such a powerful thing. The second thing the gospel means, the promise that God gives, that life never ends, eternal life is what we have. A place we are going to where there will be no fears... No worries, no problems, no anxiety. The picture of heaven in Revelation 21 is beautiful. The picture there of all tears being wiped away, and no tears ever again. That's a promise that we have. And we know where we're going. The beautiful um, image that Jesus gives in John 14:6: "I am going to prepare a, a room for you in my house. And there are many rooms there. You can, you can come there. We know where we are going and we know who takes us there. Jesus has promised and is there to lead us through life to that eternal life. And it's about treasure. The gospel message is that we have a treasure, but also that you are a treasure that you are God's treasure and I want to tell you a little bit of story um, because if you go to the next one you'll do anything for a treasure, you are God's treasure and God will do anything for you and he's shown that I want to tell you a little story um, and go one more slide Um, that's my year 6 photo from primary school Um, and I want to tell you a story about a golf ball, and one of my year six friends. And um, by the way, if you go one more, that handsome man, that's me. And the next one, that's, that's uh, Stephen Seymour, or Seymour, as we knew him. He was the shortest kid in the class. I'm not sure how well you can see that, but if you have a look at him, you can see that's the face of a really mischievous guy. And he was an incredibly mischievous young man. The guy on the other side of the board... I can't, remember, I can't remember a lot of those kids' names I can remember, I can't remember their names. This lad here, look at his face. He was in the principal's office more than the rest of the school combined. <laughs> I don't know what's happened to any of those people. Anyway, the story I want to tell you is about my friend Stephen Seymour um, in the yellow circle there. Uh, we both liked golf, even back in those days, and there was an Australian Open, which was one of the big golf events, um, on in Sydney at that time, and we went along to watch because we both love Peter Thompson, who was a very, very good golfer. He went down there in the last day, and, next slide. Have you ever seen this happen before? Can you see the little white thing up there? When the winning golfer gets the winning shot, he'll often throw the golf ball into the crowd, and everyone scrambles for it. Well, we were there when Peter Thompson won that event, And he did the normal thing, he threw his golf ball into the crowd (gasps) and it came towards us and as the ball came down, young Seymour, I could see in his eyes, he wanted that golf ball and he dived for that golf ball surrounded by other people he was trumped on he came out with the golf ball a black eye and, and a cut on his face but he had that golf ball and as he smiled I saw one of his teeth was missing as well <laughs> that was a prized possession for him he wanted it so much he was willing to do anything to get it you'll do anything for a treasure God does everything for us In his son, Jesus Christ, he gives his life for us because we are his treasure. Next one. One more. You protect the treasure. Treasure is important to you. Um, Stephen Seymour used to sleep with a golf ball in case no one would pinch it from him for the next two months. But you protect the treasure. You look after it and take care of it. God, as we said before, is always there for you because you are a treasure to him. He looks after you and protects you. And a treasure is exciting. Next one. Oh, a treasure makes you happy, sorry. A treasure makes you happy. Uh, in, the, in the Bible, there's this lovely picture of uh, in, in Luke's Gospel of when a sinner turns back to God, the angels having a party. That's a lovely example. And there's another picture some poor uses um, again, in heaven, of the, all the people of heaven cheering the person on as they run their Christian faith. A treasure makes you happy and is exciting. And as God looks at you, he's happy. And also, lastly, you show off the treasure. So with my, my mate Stephen Seymour... Every time he came to his house he'd take you around and show you the golf ball from Peter Thompson. It was his pride and joy. And God shows us off as well. As we talk about our faith to people, we are showing off God. As we live out our Christian lives, we are showing people God. God is using us to let other people know about what our faith is and how important our faith is. Last slide. So remember, you are God's treasure. The good news that Jesus died for you is a treasure that God gives to you. The good news for you and for the whole world. But always remember that you are God's treasure and that you are the most important thing to him. Amen. The peace of God which passes all understanding. Keep our hearts and minds in Christ Jesus our Lord. Amen.